We've all, I think, experienced or have known someone that has um, sadly killed themselves. Uh, I've known three people. Um, after the third person in January 2018, um, that's when I really dedicated myself to Irreverent Warriors. Um, it sucks to have someone that you've served with that, you know, got you through your uh, valley of, uh, at the time and they just couldn't reach out. They felt like they couldn't reach out and, and help. So uh, I kind of like doing these hikes because uh, even though we're all, you know, we're dressed in short shorts and we walk around the city, um, you never know. There might be a veteran out there that sees us and go, oh, that's cool, and starts talking, and then next, you know, that might save them. That was an excerpt from one of the many conversations we had over the 2020 hike season. And I think this message drives home the mission of Irreverent Warriors. Thanks for checking out the 21 Gun Podcast, the official podcast of the Irreverent Warriors. This is our official hike episode of 2020. All interviews were gathered by myself or official 21 Gun Podcast correspondents. I don't have the time to travel around the country, and it's great that I have folks out there that can get on the hikes and get some interviews at these events with the hikers themselves. Special thanks to Brendan Traster and Jeremy Walton for their contributions to this episode. If you want to be a 21 Gun correspondent and record interviews on hikes, just shoot me an email, kevin at 21gun.net. Spell it out, 21 Gun. And don't forget the net at the end instead of com. Uh, it's easy. You point a mic in someone's face and you ask them questions. I love the way these episodes turn out. And I love hearing the stories of the various hikers that are at these events. So without further ado, here is our 2020 hike special. Hey, folks, it's Kevin Sullivan. I'm at my first hike of the year. Out here in Raleigh, North Carolina, the, the coordinators, Russ Oxley and Jeremy Walton and Molly, decided that they're going to do this in a parking garage. So I have, I have terrible audio, but once we get outside, I think we'll have a little bit better audio. Um, let's listen up, see if we can hear some of the announcements. Stand by. Are you from, like, 21 Hey, Molly, how you doing, buddy? Nice. Showing up today, we appreciate you coming out, supporting the River Warriors, participating in the hike. We're hoping that uh, we've got a great hike plan for you guys, and we hope you're ready to have a good time. But before we get started, we're serving for God and country, so let's open up with prayer if you'll uncover. Quiet, shut up. All right, Father God, we thank you so much for this opportunity to come together today, Lord, and fellowship with one another. Lord, we ask you to continue to share your eyes with us that we can see those that are in pain and in need. Father, we ask you to continue to give us your arms so that we can hug them and hold them close. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be each other's support, to be a friend, and to be a comrade. Father, we ask you to bless us today as we go around this, this city hiking. We ask you to provide us with safety and clearance. In your name we pray.
off, I'm gonna bring Russ up. We have a little gift for him, because he wasn't expecting it, because that's what happens. This for Russ.
Kelly, how's it going? It's good, man. It's, uh, it's a good pace. Seem to be having some good time, humor, camaraderie. That's right. That's right. How many hikes have you been on prior to this? This one. This Wilmington was my first hike. Oh, that's right. I think I remember you saying that. So, so you went from your first hike to coordinating a hike. No, backwards. I went from coordinating a hike to my first hike. <laughs> that's right, because you guys have been coordinating prior to the, the Wilmington hike. Yep. Something that was told to me, though, is that the mission, no matter if you hike or not, is still the mission. Right, 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 right. What has being a coordinator done to help you out personally? So for me, woo! for me personally, like I said, it's more of a, it's going to be a big word for Marines, but altruistic, which means <laughs> being of service. Um, it's definitely a big thing for positive impact in my life, especially being in recovery. Um, being in service to other people will get you out of your own head. So even if you don't need to be of service, hike a hike or anything like that, you know what, reach out to a brother. Let him know, ask him how he's doing, see how he's doing, and uh, that's altruistic right there. Nice. There's people that listen that actually have never been on a hike. What What would you say to those folks? So really, you know, everybody gets in their head about these hikes, but um, you kind of get this adrenaline rush when you're on them. I think I have probably, I don't know, 35, 40 pounds on, and uh, I'm running up and down. It's an adrenaline rush, man. It's it's uh, it's a good time. You know, if, if you think you're out of weight, you're, you're out of shape, you're not. If you think this is going to be too much, you can't wear boots, wear tennis shoes. You can't wear tennis shoes, wear flip-flops. Or like, Chuck Taylors. Or Chuck Taylors. There you go. <laughs> or Chucks. So, yeah, if anybody says, oh, I can't do that because I'm out of shape, or I've been out of the Marine Corps, or the Army, or the Coast Guard, or the Navy, or the Air Force for oh so many years, and it just wouldn't work. It'll work. We'll make sure that you make it. And you were, you were Army, right? Marine Corps. Marine Corps, okay. Five. All right. Thanks, Molly. How's it going, Lewis? Fantastic. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. What what number of hike is this for you this year? Yes. <laughs> All of them? Pretty much. So you could just travel around. Yeah, but unfortunately, I don't get paid for it. <laughs> I don't think any of us do. Yeah, I know. If you know a way I can, just let me know, and I'll, I'll do that. Right, right. Are you enjoying this hike so far? I love this hike so much. <laughs> What's your favorite hike? Uh, mine, New York City. Okay, cool. I've never <laughs> been in New York City. I'd be frightened of doing it this year. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It might be fine. It's but like well, his hike. I'm looking forward to also Richmond. Richmond. Okay. Halloween, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. I might make it to that one. That's gonna be awesome. I like yeah. it. And that's only five hours from where I am. Hey, what's your name, man? Oh, Carl. Carl. And yep. you? Are you one of the coordinators for yes, the? I'm the Richmond hike coordinator. Cool. When is that one? Uh, Halloween. We just said it too, right? Yeah. We just said it. <laughs> the day of Halloween. I'm a broken record. Cool. How, how many uh, hikes have you coordinated? Uh, this is the first one. Okay. And I ask a lot of the coordinators because you can get a lot out of hiking itself, but what do you get out of coordinating the hike? Uh, really, it's just, I guess, putting this whole thing together and actually seeing it come together is really the thing that, that makes me. <laughs> no, I mean, just putting it all together and making something like this happen that just, I don't know, it's, that's what it's all about and bringing these veterans together. So. Sure. And if you look around, I, all I see is smiles. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, or, or dancing sailors. <laughs> it's definitely an energy that all veterans should have. Like, and that's, I mean, that's why I promote it to everyone. I'm like, please come out. I was like, I want you to experience what what we all feel. Like, it's it's that brotherhood and the camaraderie that 
you had in the military, but without all the other bad stuff. How many hikes have you been on in the past? Uh, I have no idea. Like a so a lot. Yeah. All right. Um, what branch are you? Army. Cool. Uh, Air Force myself. It's it's kind of refreshing to meet someone who's not a Marine for crying out loud. <laughs> so fun fact, actually, Raleigh. Last year, uh, you parked right next to me. You were the first person I talked to at this hike. Oh, really? Cool. Fact. Nice. It that is, is a fun, fun about it. It's that fun. is a very fun fact, sir. I don't find any entertainment in that fact at all. <laughs> in fact, I'm put off by it. All right, you're cut off. Go to the front, crayon man. <laughs> Jeremy, how's the hike going so far? So far, the hike's going pretty Rough good. Over. We have a good, solid pace. I almost just died right there. Did you see that? I know, man. Well, so, <laughs> weather's great. It's actually holding out. No rain. And, you know, we have about 170-something hikers. So, we're we're doing pretty good. I, I, I'm incredibly happy with the turnout. And the positivity among this group is just outstanding today. Among this group? So. How about the middle fingers we're getting? I mean, we just got a couple middle fingers, and we just you just wave, and you kill them with kindness. You know, we don't engage political or anger or, or hatred. You wave and smile and wish them a good day and keep moving, you know? I mean, we have a bunch of people in here with purple hair, shaved heads. I mean, we I, look at Molly's got gauges. We look like we're part of the, the revolution. I mean, at this point <laughs> in time, the military is all-inclusive. So having everybody of every distinction in our group just solidifies that we're not political, that we're all inclusive, and that we accept everybody. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Where's our first stop? Our first stop coming up, actually, here in about five minutes, is Tobacco Road. One of the stops that we had to acquire last minute, luckily enough, our own fundraising coordinator, Ryan Molly Domek. His mom personally knows the owner. So we just what is Tobacco Road? I don't know what that is. Tobacco Road, I actually just found out about it. It's a local, basically, bar slash brewery with an arcade inside. Oh, nice. The food I hear is excellent, and the guy is 100% pro-military. The guy's father, the other uh, guy who owns the bar, his father's a retired Marine. He's like, y'all are coming to my place. I'm like, all right, cool. Works for me. Sweet, sweet. Awesome, man. It's a good hike so far, and um, I don't know. If I was a professional and I do it, I'd have like a, a finishing statement, but well, I don't. Well, other than that, if you're not here, you're wrong. There you go. Awesome. All right, here we are at the Raleigh Hike with Ronnie. You didn't realize I was just going to go right into it. How you doing? Doing great, man. What's your last name again? Gonzalez. Ronnie Gonzalez. This is your first Raleigh hike, right? Yep, first one. Sweet. And you're here uh, doing some video work for the Irreverent Warriors documentary. Yes, sir. Uh, Cindy, Nate, and Donnie brought me up about two, three months ago. They, they asked, hey, you want to take over this documentary? And I said, yeah, let me quit my job real quick and uh, let's get Se going. Seriously, you quit your job for this? No, I 100% quit my job. I mean, how am I going to do a full-time documentary, however long it is, and any kind of quality, while working a full-time job? I was like, you know what? I'm done with corporate. Let me just do this because I love this. What, what did you do before this? I was actually doing commercials, uh, training videos, a bunch of stuff for a corporation down in Miami. Okay, so you have a background in, in video production. Oh, yeah. No, I went to film school and everything. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Where'd you go to film school? I went to the School of Entertainment and Design Technology down in Miami, MDC. Okay. So they came on board. They said, uh, "Now, did, how did they know? You know, how did they know you had these skills?" Well, I had already done some video uh, promos for them. I did a, a hike video for them in 2019 that everybody loved, and then I did the hike back, 
and that kind of sealed the deal with them. They're like, yeah, this is our guy. What's your What's your favorite thing about coming to these hikes and documenting what you're seeing? Well, as a, an individual and as a veteran, I just love being around my own people, sure. But as a filmmaker, I always bring my camera and I always get gold in these things, always. Yeah, there's something about, I mean, I consider myself a documentarian too, maybe a journalist, I don't know. Uh, there's something about us that we just have this drive to tell people's stories. Where does it come from in you? I think uh, Cindy said it best yesterday. She used a little word that stuck with me. She says that we're raw and we're broken. And there's something compelling about that. I think everybody's got a major story to tell and it's intensely magnified by service. Whatever service you had, doesn't matter. There's something for everybody to tell. That's so true. You live 10 years in the civilian world and you just bury that shit and you bury that shit. It comes back out when you don't expect it to. And then you come to a place like this and suddenly you're surrounded by 200 people that speak your language, yeah. that know your feelings and that and, and this might come out the wrong way, but they don't give a shit. You know, there's there's no judgment. No, absolutely not. And keeping that shit bottled up will kill you. It'll, uh, I, I fully believe it'll give you heart disease or something because I didn't talk about anything related to my service for years. And then one day I woke up and I just said, man, I feel like shit. And it wasn't until I picked up a camera and I started writing that I realized, oh, I had to express something. And that's that's how that took off. People don't realize that creativity, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a, a, a videographer or whatever. It, Dude, if you are a veteran, I, I fully endorse this. Every veteran needs to find a creative passion, however small, something to like just activate that side of their brain because it is one of the most healing things that you could do for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, it could be anything like poetry, uh, songwriting, whatever. Do Sketching. Something. I have a sketch pad, and at the end of the night, I'll just... I'll, I'll, Put a glass of water on the table and just draw it, and it it like it levels out my brain. It completely deactivates the negative side of your brain, or it just it, it releases the right set of chemicals. So that's why I say, like, I picked up my camera and I started recording for IW, and I have no intention of stopping anytime soon. Nice. All right, now take away the business aspect of it. As a, uh, are you Marine? Army. Army. As an Army veteran, what has the hikes, or how have the hikes? affected you and how have they helped you? Uh, well, for one thing, my social circle is almost exclusively veterans now. Whereas before I had a bunch of actors and, and, and all the stuff that I was friends with, I kind of put them on the shelf and I was like, you know what, this is my people. And let me tell you, at all times of the day, I have like six or seven messages waiting for me. And it feels, it feels good to have a community. I didn't yeah. have that before. I, I absolutely agree with that. It's almost like you don't realize when you're in the community and support that you have because they're just the guys you serve with and they piss you off and you, you know you might argue with them or whatever but then suddenly you're thrust into a world of civilians and you're like what the f these people don't speak my language you know and then there's nowhere to go at that point there's nowhere to go which is why some of us maybe go into firefighting or police work or something yeah. medical to, to get that back but it's I, I honestly don't think it can be recreated anywhere except veteran-only events. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what, man. Transitioning into civilian life was like hitting a brick wall, at least when it came to relationships and everything. And you're absolutely right. Uh, in the Army, by the time we got out of Afghanistan, we had guys getting into fist fights over MREs. It didn't matter. Uh, once we got back to the barracks and when people started transitioning away to new units or whatever, that was the most heartbreaking thing ever. Yeah, absolutely. Have you been affected at all by veteran suicide? 
Uh, yeah, I had a mentor, a father figure really, uh, deployed to Iraq with me. He committed suicide um, after 30 years service. He got out as a first sergeant. He looked around, didn't like what he saw, shot himself. And to this day, I'm still in disbelief that that guy of all people would ever do that. Yeah, it's, it's veteran mental health is such a, a difficult topic. Even in active duty, the, the outlet for mental health is alcohol, right? Yeah. And then for non-active duty, it's drugs and alcohol. I mean, it's drugs and alcohol for active duty too, but. Uh, well, substance abuse is definitely a huge issue in our community. And there is a toxicity about getting help, when, especially when you're inside in the, uh, in the actual army. We had legit functioning alcoholics within our platoon. Oh yeah. Who absolutely yeah. needed to be treated. And now they're outside in the civilian world. So anyway, uh, in the army, at least you have the, the possibility of getting some help or being told to go get some help. You're out in the civilian world, suddenly you're bored off your ass, you're depressed because you're not around your whole social circle, and you have all the access in the world to alcohol and drugs. Guess what's going to happen? A lot of people go right off the rails and they never get back on them. When, when does the documentary come out? So we're aiming for springtime of 2021. So we can get it to the festival circuit, but we have, we're being very fluid about it because of COVID. Okay, that's put everything on the back burner. Yeah, but, COVID um, I'm sucks. working hard towards. Yeah, I'm, I'm working hard towards springtime, so that we can get this thing into festivals and we can get it out to as many people as possible. Where can folks keep up with uh, what you're doing? I am going to talk to Cindy and Nate about setting up a social media page with uh, BTS. Uh, some cuts so that people can watch it, you know, create a little bit of anticipation. Sure. And then when people see that, they tend to uh, start coming out of the woodwork and saying, hey, I have a story to tell. Hey, I know somebody should talk to. And, and again, we have to let people know that this is actually happening because I didn't know that there was a documentary being made before. Yeah. And that's a kind of a fail on our part. How many hours does this take to put together? I assume this is a freaking, because I've done YouTube videos. And I've, I've recorded for an hour or two for five minutes of video. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine, like, where do you begin with hundreds of hours of footage? Hundreds of hours. Um, for example, I've been working on this uh, two months now. As a matter of fact, I was supposed to do other projects and I completely like, put them on the back burner. Like I said, I couldn't work a full-time job and do this. Sure, no it's, way. It's insane amounts of footage. And you have to absolutely listen to every single frame because you never know what you're going to miss if you just dismiss a clip. So just imagine how much time it took me to organize this. It took me weeks. Yeah. Weeks. And now I have to actually start building the rough cut. That's going to be like months. I have interviewed dozens of people now, all with compelling stories, all of them worthy of being told. But I have to condense all of that into a narrative yeah. and make it about 40 minutes long. Imagine how difficult it is when there's an absolutely incredible story that needs to be told but you can't fit it in there. Yeah. So now it's not that I delete it, I keep it obviously, and it's gonna stay with IW, but yeah, no, it's 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 brutal, man. It's it's emotionally draining. But it only makes it good. If you're struggling on a cut, that means the, the final product will be better. It sounds weird to say that, but it will, because if you're struggling, that means you have so much good shit yeah. that you don't know where to make the yeah. cut. And that, that just means you're prioritizing the story above all else. That was some uh, veteran motorcycle riders. We're getting a lot of beeps, a lot of um, support. I've, we've gotten some middle fingers. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten a little bit of hate, which I think is, is odd. Um, 
but whatever. I mean, that's what we fought for, your ability to flick us off. <laughs> that was a first for me. All right, Ronnie, All right. thank you. Uh, what's your what's your Instagram or where can people find you? I'll be on Facebook. All right, cool. Next up, we have 21 Gun producer Jeremy Walton doing some interviews at the Charlotte hike this year. Charlotte hike was July 25th in North Carolina, which is really hot. Uh, I know this because I live down here, um, but he does a good job and gets a few interviews for us. All right, this is Jeremy from the 21 Gun Podcast here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Can you please state your name, spell it out? My name is Joey Beer. It's J-O-I-E-B-I-E-R. All right, so how did you find out about Irreverent Warriors? I found out about Irreverent Warriors off of the Facebook page under the Charlotte uh, Veterans Network group. So this is your first hike? This is my very first hike. So what did you think about it so far? Very enlightening. It's, um, the stories that people have to say is very awestruck. Um, we all have very simple stories, and I'm excited to be here. So as of stepping off till now the first launch stop, has it been a very bonding experience? Do you feel out of place at all? I thought I was going to at first, but actually I had not felt out of place. Um, it's amazing where people are coming from. They drove three hours from here and actually know someone who's from here. Well, that's awesome. Well, at least you stay close yeah. and stay connected. So thank you for joining us, and uh, I hope you enjoy your hike. Who are you, and when? how did you find out about Reverend Warriors? Uh, I'm Devin Clebo, D-E-V-I-N-T-L-E-B-E-A-U-X. It's French. Uh, I heard about Irreverent Warriors through Instagram. I'm pretty sure the Vet TV Instagram. I think they shared some stuff about the Silky's hike, so I looked into it. Thought it seemed cool. I liked the cause, so here we are. My name is Caleb Keelan, K-A-L-E-B-K-E-E-L-I-N. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, I heard it through Devin, actually. Uh, I really appreciate it. I've had buddies who you know, think about suicide all the time, so it's really great that we're coming out here and doing all this. Cool, man. Yeah, with him. So, what do you guys expect from a, from your first time hike? Uh, fun, comedy, you know. comedy, camaraderie, and a lot of fucking booty shorts. Definitely a lot of booty shorts. What do you guys hope to get out of this? Uh, At the very end, when you when you leave this thing and you go home, what's your first? What would be your probably first thought? Just that community you don't really get anywhere else. You know, the military community is very unique and. Uh, it's cool to have a, an event like this where we can come out and just be with each other and have that space. Yeah, it is really nice to kind of come out and be in a, your own family. And you know, we're all from different branches, different parts of the country, and you know, we're still one big family. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys for coming out, and make sure you check us out at 21 Gut Podcast. Thank you. Yep. Can you please state your name, spell it out. My name is Joey Beer. It's J-O-I-E-B-I-E-R. All right, so how did you find out about Irreverent Warriors? I found out about Irreverent Warriors off of the Facebook page under the Charlotte uh, Veterans Network group. So this is your first hike? This is my very first hike. So what do you think about it so far? It's very enlightening. It's, um, the stories that people have to say is very awestruck. Um, we all have very simple stories, and I'm excited to be here. So as of stepping off till now the first launch stop, has it been a very bonding experience? Do you feel out of place at all? I thought I was going to at first, but actually I had not felt out of place. Um, it's amazing where people are coming from. They drove three hours from here and actually know someone who's from here. Well, that's awesome. Well, at least you stay close yeah. and stay connected. So 
thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us, and uh, I hope you have enjoy your hike. This is Twenty One Gun Podcast signing off. Next up, we have 21 Gun correspondent Brandon Traster interviewing some people up at the Philadelphia hike. Uh, there's a lot of names on here that you will uh, recognize as familiar. These are guys that and girls that make it on to a lot of Irreverent Warrior hikes. What's also interesting about this interview is that it took place the exact same time as Jeremy's previous interviews there. So it's kind of cool to get an idea of what's going on at each event simultaneously. So, uh, what's okay. your name, sir? Uh, Ryan White. Okay, and what do you do here for uh, Reverend Warriors? I'm actually the regional coordinator. Awesome. So, uh, how many hikes have you been involved with? Uh, over 20. 20? Wow. Yeah, over That's 20. awesome. You remember your first? Uh, yes, it was uh, Washington, D.C. in 2017. Wow. Yeah. What uh, made you want to get involved with the Reverend Warriors and the Silky Sykes? Um, I just love the message. I love uh, the camaraderie that we have. Haven't had this since the Marine Corps. Um, Warriors, especially the hikes, they really um, they really dwell on spirit decor, um, which I think is awesome. And um, I like how all the other branches pick up on that spirit decor, and we're all just one big old family. That's great. So, what's your uh, expected turnout today? Here? Uh, well, given the fact we're dealing with COVID, and also we're in the middle of another heat wave. Um, it's going to be lighter than normal years, but I think it's going to be a good turnout because people still want to come out and, and socialize and just kind of break the monotony of being in the houses all the time. So uh, you mentioned COVID. What challenges have you faced planning this event around COVID? What have I not challenged? Uh, <laughs> um, it, it's a little different on my level um, with the regular city coordinators. Um, the local coordinators, they only have to deal with the city. Uh, in my job, I'm helping their, their do their jobs, the coordinators. So I'm actually dealing with not just one city, but any city that I'm um, associated with. And right now I'm in charge of eight cities. Gotcha. So, so just uh, tell me a little bit about your service. Uh, uh, I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, I went in in 2004. Uh, got out four years later. Um, motor T. <laughs> I was motor T, so I, I drive trucks. Um, great four years in my life. I always say it's the best decision I ever made. Um, it, it's it's up there. Um, joint being, being a Marine and. Um, the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, of course. Go birds. Go birds. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, you know, the purpose of uh, this organization. Um, what's our goals? What's our we, we've all, I think, experienced or have known someone that has um, sadly killed themselves. Uh, I've known three people. Um, after the third person in January 2018, um, that's when I really dedicated myself to Irreverent Warriors. Um, it sucks to have someone that you've served with that you know got you through your uh, valley of, uh, at the time, and they just couldn't reach out. They felt like they couldn't reach out and, and help. So uh, I kind of like doing these hikes because uh, even though we're all you know we're dressed in short shorts and walk around the city. Um, you never know. There might be a veteran out there that sees us and go, oh, "That's cool," and starts talking. And then next, you know, that might save them. Um, it, it's kind of planting seeds in a garden you never get to see. Thank you for your time. It's awesome to meet you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. Have a good time today, right? Thanks. It, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great day, day. Uh, what's your name? I'm Nick Sawall from Memphis, Tennessee. Awesome, man. Nice to meet you. Uh, tell me a little bit about your service. Um, I was in the Army from 08 to 12. 
Um, third Brigade, first ID out of Fort Knox, Kentucky. Awesome. Six four Cavs. So you never had to go to Fort Riley? Never had to go to Fort Riley. It, it was on my list to go visit at least, yeah. but uh, never made it out there. Cool. So uh, tell me, how, how many hikes have you been involved with? I lost count. So lost I'm, count. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, your first my, my very first hike was Memphis, Tennessee in 2017. Um, and, and is that where you're from? Yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about why you got involved with the Reverend Warriors and the Silky Sykes. So back in 2017, the, the first hike I went to was on April 22nd. So 12 days before that, my daughter was diagnosed with cancer, and we started treatment at St. Jude in Memphis. So I had been on the planning committee for that hike. So by the time came it came around, uh, we'd been out of the hospital for two days, and I, I needed that. Gotcha. So it, it got me back with my brothers and sisters in arms. I'd been out of the Army for a couple of years. I'd only lived in the Memphis area for about two at that point. So it, uh, it got me reconnected back with my community and my brothers. And it, was, it was definitely a needed thing at the time. On that note, tell me a little bit about a Reverend Warriors, our goal and our mission. Yeah. So the mission of a Reverend Warriors is to bring veterans together using humor and camaraderie to improve mental health and prevent veteran suicide. So unfortunately, still it's 20 to 22 a day. Um, we are actively fighting that. We are the only organization nationwide that sole mission is to bring veterans together. So get them out of isolation. And with COVID and everything going on, it's like super tough because we're told to isolate. But that is 100% against the mission of Irreverent Warriors. So we've gotten creative on how to not bypass but get around restrictions to get us together still to, to break that isolation. You're ready. All right, good to go. What's your name? My name is Don Kleinbeck. Don, uh, tell me a little bit about your service. Uh, I spent eight and a half years in the United States Marine Corps from 1997 to 2005. Um, I was a welder in the Marines, 13, 16, and uh, I didn't really go anywhere major other than Okinawa. I wound up getting orders, and then 9-11 happened, and I had to execute the orders. So I became an MOS instructor. Um, Where was that at? Down Aberdeen Proven Grounds. Okay. It's now moved yeah. to Fort Leonard Wood. Gotcha. Um, and several of my students have found me. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. So, yeah, Facebook's great for that. Cool. So uh, how many hikes have you been involved with? This is actually my second hike. Second, cool. What was your first? Philadelphia last year yeah, on the gotcha. hottest gotcha. freaking day Oh, you got the T-shirt, right? Yes, yeah. sir. I'm wearing a T-shirt from yeah. last year. And uh, we about died in the heat, but it was a fun time. Gotcha. I got involved. I learned about the hikes last minute, and I got involved because at the time, one of my girlfriend's coworkers, her boyfriend was... Um, he was Army and he had severe PTSD, I'm talking really bad. So I was getting him resources and someone told me about Irreverent Warriors, the hike, and I brought him and it, and it helped him immensely. Gotcha. I, the time I knew him, probably about a, six months to a year at that time, and I never saw the kid smile until the day we did the hike. Awesome. And he had a grin for like three days after the hike. That's awesome. So yeah, it did, yep. And That's it what it's all about. Help. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about uh, when you got out of service, your transition back to the civilian side. Any oh, difficulty face. Yes. Yeah. I had a job lined up, um, production manager. I came back to New Jersey mm -hmm. from being down in Maryland in 2005. Everything was kind of booming, and then I went through the fucking, the, the whole shutdown of everything from that market crashing and all. 
so like the places I was working for went up closing up all the production fabrication shops so it was rough because I still had the Marine Corps mentality yeah. and trying to run a shop with civilians with a Marine Corps mentality yeah. never worked so I had to learn to drop a lot of that sergeant mentality and tone myself down which has been a very long and slow process it's not easy Yep. So what's your name, sir? Uh, Joel Guevara. Uh, tell me a little bit about your service. Uh, I served from 2006 to 2010 in the United States Marine Corps as an aircraft mechanic. Where are you stationed? Stateside? Uh, yeah, stateside over in Yuma, Arizona. Awesome. Sunniest place in the world. Beautiful. Fucking hot over there, man. And then I uh, served in Iraq 2008. Gotcha. No. Why'd you get involved with the hikes? Uh, I, I've been battling depression for a long time, and coming here is just something that, that lifts my spirits. I see my friends who I haven't seen in a while, who I can, you know, relate on things, who, who have the same sense of humor. It's, it's overall, it's just it's a family that I belong to. Awesome, man. Uh, tell me a little bit about your transition from military to civilian difficulties you faced. So my, my transition was a little <laughs> difficult. Uh, I mean, it is difficult. It's still difficult to this day. Fucking, um, I, I got out, started jumping around from job to job, really not finding my itch. I tried to do the, the office job, couldn't sit behind a computer all day. So I finally got into this company that's run by an army guy and then with another Marine vet. So we're, we're building our company with the, the outcome of getting more veterans involved, you know, giving them something, giving them that, that income that they need, that, that camaraderie. You want to plug the company? Uh, NWE is North Wilmington Exteriors. What's your name, sir? All right, uh, Andrew McMullen. Where are you from? Um, just Morgantown, Pennsylvania, about an hour from here. Cool. And uh, what, what was your military service like? So I was in the uh, the Marine Corps in 2000, 2006. Okay. I was actually in the reserves. Okay. So one of, one of the few here, yeah. Yeah, got called up. Spent a year in Iraq in 2005 to 2006. That's when I was there. Oh, yeah. Where'd you go? I was uh, starting Ramadi. That's where I was, too. Name Wade Al-Assad. And from there, I got attached to a couple infantry units. We went out to a little place called Haklania. What was so. your uh, job? I was civil affairs, so basically what we did, we went into... Um, CAG. Yeah, CAG, I was a CAGer. Yeah, yeah. yeah we took over a town, um, you know, worked with getting the... Because, you know, you, you go to a town, you, you shut everything down. So we worked with the local leaders, most of which were insurgents, and um, got, the, got the schools back up, uh, hospitals back up. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, how many hikes have you done so far? This is my first one. Okay, cool. Working. Yeah. What you got involved with? So... I didn't really know the organization until the uh, April Bauer got me involved, okay. and um, yeah, so awesome. it's cool. It's a great cause and yeah. big So talk about that, the cause, uh, mission, all that stuff. So it's really cool. So you know, you know, suicide's a huge thing. You know, especially in the veteran community, it's awful. Um, you know, great men and women served our country. You know, and, and they're struggling with coming back to civilian life, and it's tough. So it's good that we have groups like this who um, you know create awareness for it and. and you know, help help everyone out, help each other out. Cause 
you know, no man, no woman left behind. That doesn't stop them. Really, so. so you talked a little bit of transition. What was your transition like from military school? Yeah, so you would think like being a reservist, I'd like flip back, but it was actually really tough for me because, you know, we got mortar, we got, you know, IEDs, we got in firefights. So, you know, just being in there and, you know, coming back, it was like, it was, it was just a whole different world. So, you know, it, even that, it took you, it took me a while to adjust and, you know, get back. So. Yep. What's your name? Earl Granville, E-A-R-L-G-R-A-N-V-I-L-L-E. Where are you from, Earl? Uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Tell me a little bit about your military service. Um, I was an infantryman in the Pennsylvania Army National Guard with deployments to Bosnia, Iraq, and uh, I was wounded in Afghanistan and I lost my leg from a roadside bomb. Uh, more tragically on that day, two of my comrades got killed. Uh, Specialist Derek Holland of Wingate, Pennsylvania, and Major Scott Haggerty of Stillwater, Oklahoma. How do you honor their memory? Well, I honor their memory by just... Uh, saying their names and uh, doing uh, things in their, uh, for them, uh, keeping in touch with their family and understand they don't have to carry this weight by themselves and uh, we're always going to remember them, Scott and Derek. Gotcha. So how was your transition from the military back to civilian life? I know you were injured, so that made it a little <laughs> yeah, well, than most people. To be honest, yeah, I, I, my transition, I felt like, you know, I, I was very grateful. I was, I'm still here today to talk and, you know, be here and being alive and, so, I mean, I try to take the high road on this and being optimistic. Things could be a lot worse. And uh, so what do I have to complain about? I'm still here and I'm kicking it, right? Tell me a little bit about your brother, uh, his service, what happened to him. Well, you know, it's everything. It always sounds bad when you hear, oh, I lost my leg in Afghanistan. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, two and a half years after that, my twin brother, Staff Sergeant Joe Granville, was on active duty in the National Guard, and he ended up committing suicide. And, uh, worst day of my life, man, December 18, 2010. How do you honor his memory? Well, one of the things I do in honor my brother is I learned after he passed away from his wife and other people that Joe was very proud of. I was very active after I lost my leg. I learned how to run, and I'm, uh, I'm very involved in CrossFit, and uh, I thought I'm going to continue to keep doing that. And uh, in the process of this, I, I joined nonprofits that help wounded and disabled veterans and law enforcement stay active, Operation During Warrior, the Oscar Mike Foundation, and this gave me a mission to help people in situations that I may be in and not let their disabilities define who they are. In the process of all this, I created a, a cinder block with some chains on it, and her name is Cindy. And what Cindy represents is that heavy mental adversity that we're all going to face, you know, especially us in the military, you know, especially when we get out. I feel like most of us as adults, when uh, we become an adult, we join the military, right? So our whole adult life is combat boots and a rifle. So that transition, getting out, it, it's, it could definitely be challenging for some people. But let us understand that, like, the last thing we need to be doing is carrying that, that adversity inside of us by ourselves. So what Cindy represents is that at ruck, ruck events like this, where we run 5Ks or half marathons, we all carry that together. And she represents all those heavy things that, that holds us from enjoying, stops us from enjoying life. So with that, we have Cindy out here today and we're all taking turns carrying that weight, or like I said, carrying that adversity. Just a reminder, you don't have to carry that by ourselves. We're here today, as I know we're, we're rucking, we're drinking, but it's about building those relationships and getting to meet new people to understand that something you might actually, you know, struggle yourself, but you could share that with somebody and somebody can relate to that. Never carry that weight by yourself, ladies and gentlemen. We're all gonna face at some point in our lives. Let's carry that weight together as a community, as a society, and as our own forces service members.
You ready? Hi, what's your name? Brandy Brown. All right, where are you from, Brandy? Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, tell me about your military service. So I started out in the Air National Guard in Montgomery, Alabama, and um, served seven and a half years there, did a couple of active duty tours, a couple of missions um, here and there in the States, and then I went active duty Navy five years ago, um, so I'm serving in the Navy. Oh, cool. What's your job in the service? I am a chaplain. What's your current uh, uh, assignment where you at, and what do you do? I am assigned to Naval District Washington, and my primary responsibility is at Arlington National Cemetery providing funeral ceremonies for the deceased veterans and their spouses. Gotcha. So, um, did you go anywhere overseas as well? Yes. So, my combat tour was in Balad, Iraq, um, and then I did a humanitarian tour in Rammstein, Germany with the medical mission, and then I did the 13th Mew on the USS Boxer. I was assigned to the... Um, stinking the ace of um, third mall, so okay. max 16. Okay, gotcha. that out. That's good. <laughs> so tell me about the hikes. How many have you been involved with? Did you lose count? Yeah, so probably less than 10, but maybe like eight, seven right. or eight, or, or maybe more. What was your first hike? You My know? first hike was um, San Diego okay. in 2016. Yeah. How'd you get involved with the hikes? So I was at a, a Team RWB get-together, okay. and um, one of the girls had a calendar on her coffee table, and it was the Silkies calendar that Donnie O'Malley had put out, and yeah. I was like, what is this? It's hilarious. And so people there were actually a part of IW, and they started telling me about it, and I was like, my people! So that I could just use my sick, dark, twisted humor, because that's my coping mechanism. Yeah. And so I got involved with IW because I saw their calendar. Gotcha. On that note, I was going to say, what does it do for you? What does uh, this group and the hikes do for you? Um, irreverent Warriors, yeah. primarily because it's irreverent. Yeah. Uh, I don't fit in with a lot of my religious people because gotcha. being a chaplain, and they don't know how to accept me. Yeah. And then I don't fit in with civilians because most of us don't. And so I, I usually don't have a place where I fit. But then I come into Irreverent Warriors, and I can kind of be myself because nobody really judges me for what I say for the most part. Awesome. Thank you. Good to go? Yeah. What's your name? Shannon Ringler. Where are you from? After uh, the Pennsylvania. Tell me a little bit about your military service. Uh, I served with the Marine Corps um, as a scout with 2nd Light Armor Reconnaissance Battalion out of Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. And um, I was there for four years, active duty. Uh, any overseas time? Uh, yeah. yeah. I did... Uh, Two med floats. Okay. Um, where did they go to? Oh, Mediterranean area, okay, you know, gotcha. Greece, Spain, Italy, France, cool. North Africa. Gotcha. What was your uh, transition like once you get out of the service and got to the civilian side? It was, uh, I'd say, it was it was tough at first because you know you just see like people aren't as proficient or try to be as proficient as military, and it's like you know you're on nasty civilians and that's what you know you, you think about and uh yeah it was it was difficult to to transition into civilian life definitely how did you get involved with the hikes here um i f- joined a facebook group called uh um marines of Pennsylvania marines of pa and uh april bauer that yeah. runs this she uh 
I think that was her page, and, and she accepted me into the to the group and everything. And then I just saw her posting about this, and I'm, this is my first year, so you know I, I loved it, and uh, it's great to get together with veterans and you know guys that chewed the same dirt and you know been through the same things. That's all I got. Thank you. All right. All right. What's your name? Uh, my name is Greg Lovejoy. Where are you from, Greg? I'm from Mansfield, Massachusetts. Okay. And uh, what was your military service like? Tell me about that. So I was in the Marine Corps from 2011 to 2015. I was an aviation ordinanceman on Hueys and Cobras. Um, you know, I really enjoyed my, my time in the Marine Corps. It fulfilled me with a lot of experience and a lot of brotherhood. And I take that with me to, you know, places like today where I can enjoy the camaraderie of my brothers and have a good day. Cool. Where were you stationed stateside? Camp Pendleton. Cool. Any overseas time? No, I was no. stateside. Stateside? Okay, yeah. man. Uh, so how many hikes have you been involved with so far? I, I just got involved with my first one last year at the Boston hike, okay. and this is my second. Awesome, man. So uh, what do you get out of these hikes? Um, honestly, I just yeah. get a lot of, you know, I f get that feeling of camaraderie that you miss once yeah. you leave the military. Yeah. When you transition out, it's kind of hard to, to find, you know, a brotherhood again. So coming to stuff like this is just a reminder, and also it, it gets you involved with, you know, hanging out with people you never knew that lived right down the block from you. So mm -hmm. it's awesome. You get to meet new people and, uh, and see new cities. So you mentioned transition. Tell me a little bit about transition from the military to civilian side, how that went for you. Um, it went pretty smooth. Um, That's cool. You know, I, I didn't deploy. I didn't have any, any baggage, so to speak. Yeah. So I ended up just going to college. So I, I went to um, school for architecture, ended up transferring awesome. for my degree in construction management, cool. which I'm currently what, uh, what schools? Uh, Wentworth Institute of Technology in Boston. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah, so I've just been doing that grind. So I've been working as a landscaper on the side and yeah, I have a daughter. So okay. I'm a busy man. Awesome, man. Uh, what's your name? I'm Jeff Belanger. Where are you from, Jeff? Uh, Philadelphia. Awesome, man. So uh, tell me a bit, little bit about your military service. Uh, <clears throat> spent uh, four years in military, uh, 12B combat engineer, okay. U.S. Army. Awesome. Um, okay. Where are you stationed? Uh, uh, no, just uh, Fort Stewart, Georgia. Okay, cool. Any overseas time? Or yeah. not? Uh, what years were you in? Uh, a 86 to 90. Okay, cool. So just missed out on the Gulf War, right? Yeah. Right. Are you upset about that, or are you happy you got out? Yes and no. I mean, uh, I almost went back in after 9 11. Okay. They kept on raising the ages. Yeah. Yeah, I went from 36 to 37 to yeah. 38. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, just couldn't get over that hump of going back in just because the shit was going on at the time. Gotcha. So, what was your transition like back into the civilian world after the military? It was military? pretty easy. Yeah. Went back to school. All right. What'd you, what'd you study? Uh, business. Cool, oh, and then went back for landscape architecture. Awesome, man. Yeah. Where'd you go to school at? West Virginia University. Oh, Morgantown. Yeah. Go Mountaineers. Yeah, every, every school I ever went to ended up being like number two in Playboy. <laughs> yeah, it was like number one party school forever. So uh, tell me uh, about the hikes. How many have you been involved with? Uh, today was my 10th hike. Awesome, man. What was your first hike? Uh, very first one was Philadelphia. Okay. What, so year, did, what year? Do you remember? Oh, when we start. Uh, yeah. 2015. Yeah. So I did cool. 15, 16, 17, gotcha. 18. And then last year I actually did six hikes. What uh, what got you involved with the hikes? I just like the mission. Cool. Uh, Talk about that a little bit. What's the mission? Just bring. It's a two part for me. It's bring the veterans together, but mm -hmm. it's also helping those that are, are isolated or struggling. Um, and it's just sad that uh, on how it's not being treated fairly. Still, I mean, it's kind of pushed to the side. I mean, I know the VA is trying to work on it, and everybody else is trying to work on it, and I've. 
made some good contacts in you know certain veterans organizations that actually help on the psych psychological side of things. But finding out and being on some of these hikes and who I've come across, I think this is the best way to get through to anybody sure. because they feel the most comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, last year, one of the more touching uh, uh, times I've seen on one of the hikes is when um, USS Cole, when we lost, I think it was 19, on the USS Cole, uh, Russell Oxley was in the back and a veteran, a Navy veteran, was out on the beach and actually came up to find out what was going on. And he actually ended up hiking with us for about a mile and a half. And what happened was his son was on the USS Cole. He was one of the ones killed. So the father, in years, over the years, was always like, thinking about suicide. And he came across us and, you know, hopefully we gave him some closure on that. Um, so it just, I, I just love, you know, it, it, it get, it's different as you get older. You know, some of the younger ones don't take it, they take things for granted, not to put them down. Yeah. But um, I think that's why it's good to have some of the older ones around. Sure. Like, hey, we're all about fun, having fun. Yeah. There's also a mission too. Sure. And um, it's just great, you know, the camaraderie too. I mean, anybody that's been in the military, most, most of us miss that. And that is all we have for you for this year's 21 Gun Live Hike episodes. Again, if you want to participate, become a correspondent for 21 Gun, just shoot me an email, kevin at 21gun.net, or DM me on Facebook or Instagram or any way you can find me. Don't forget to head over to 21 Gun, spell it out, 21gun.net, to find everything 21 Gun. Links to the live shows every Thursday night, uh, 8 p.m., you can also buy t-shirts and hoodies and all that stuff on there. So people are saying, why would I want a hoodie from 21 Gun? Because you're out and about, you're at the grocery store and someone says, hey, that looks like a cool shirt. What, do you, what is that? Oh, this is our official podcast. I'm with the Reverend Warriors. Blam, you just made another connection. Could have saved a life. So help us out. Head over to 21gun.net and we will see you Thursday night.